We are back with another podcast. There's another one. It is wow, that's a good point. I didn't even realize that it is another podcast. You know, Vinny, I would say you and I we're pretty close, right? I would steam that, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. They tend to say that when two people are close, they finish each other's bagel sandwiches, right? I was actually gonna say taxes, but I mean either one, it you know, it gets the job done. So that's gonna be the point of this podcast. Each of us have started some sentences. And the other one is going to finish it. Just to give another disclaimer again, I just feel it's important that everyone knows that once again, everything is improvised. I know the sentences I'm about to give, but I have no idea what you're about to say, Vinny, and you have no idea what I'm about to say. So each of us will start a sentence. Then the other one will predict how we think the other person was trying to finish that sentence. And then we'll see if we're right or wrong. We'll see how well we know each other. So yeah. I think we could do this. Ten. I think we could go three for three on each side. I would be stunned, honestly alarmed, if you had the same endings to these sentences as I have planned. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Kick it off, man. All right. Well, I mean, if you insist. So, Vinny, the first sentence that I would like you to try to figure out how I was going to end this sentence is, the first thing I did when I woke up today was... Oh, take a nap, obviously. The (laughs) first thing you do when you wake up is rest to make sure you got enough sleep. That's the first thing. I mean, that is actually a really valid point. Naps are very important. Um, Unfortunately, we are 0 for 1 on the day. I was going to say the first thing I did when I woke up today, the very first thing I did was actually researched everything there is to know about the Victorian era. But then I remembered that I despise reading, so I didn't actually read a single thing. So I learned nothing about the Victorian era this morning. Right. Should have taken a nap, probably. Right. The Victorian era. You're trying to learn. Yeah. First thing you want to do in the day is research. I think you got a nap before. That's where you went wrong. You got a nap before you do your research. If you napped right before it, I think yeah. you would have a much better success rate. Yeah. You know, I woke up just like super groggy and it's definitely not because I was hung over or anything. It's definitely because I didn't get my nap in yet. So I just didn't want to yep. read. And, you know, I'm I'm still wondering who the hell is Victoria and how did she get an entire era named after her? I want a Brian's era out there. What do I have to do to make that happen? Right. And who is Jurassic? I want to know who Jurassic is. <laughs> they got a whole period, not even an era. How did they do that? Dude, not only a period, they got a park too. That's unreal. Good for Jurassic. Shout out to Jurassic. Shout out to Victoria. You guys, you're doing great things out there. Victoria does have a secret, though, so I want to be a little weary of her. I don't entirely know what a secret is, but... Next time I meet a Victoria, I'm just going to ask her, what is your secret? I'm dying to know. All right, man. I think the next... I think this is we'll, we'll roll into it. A lot of people nowadays... You talked about what the first thing to do when you wake up. A lot of people nowadays set their uh, phone alarms. They set their alarm on their phone as a clock, per se. I, however, mm-hmm. take a different route and use... Wait, shit. Sorry, I fuck. I zoned out. Can you can you can you repeat that? Sorry, I I don't. That's my. I don't know what just happened. That's my bad. Okay, so uh, no, it's all right, man. Like I'm just gonna say, the, in the morning, in the morning, we're we're talking about the mornings now. Waking up and the first thing that we do. A lot of people set their alarms on their phones, right? Yeah. But I, however, set my alarm a different way. I set it. Oh, see, I feel like yeah, the way you're ending the sentence is definitely your cat. I think your cat knows exactly when you want to wake up and jumps on your face demanding treats. But I feel like you also might be going with a potato. I feel like maybe you just write the time on a potato and update it every single minute of the day. Therefore, I guess you don't really sleep and therefore you don't need an alarm. Yeah. Am I in the right ballpark? You're in the the right ballpark. The first answer was very close, Brian. It's actually cat snot. Cat boogers is the first thing I wake (laughs) up to is cat face rubbing into mine. And it's the first thing I feel is wetness. Ah. 
I can't really think of a more like luxurious <laughs> way to wake up. I'm a little jealous of that. Might have to get myself a cat strictly for that reason. On one hand, it's annoying, but on the other, it's definitely building my immune system up. You can say it is helping me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, who likes the sound of an iPhone alarm? Like it's just instantly triggering. Yeah. I would much rather just have whiskers grazing against my cheek and wake up that way. But yeah, let's see if you can get this one, Vinny. I'm going to get this one. This is kind of, I got to be honest, this is a layup. If you don't get this one, then that's kind of a problem. Just before the camel had its back broken by that last straw, it said... Why didn't any of the other straws break my back? There's so many other straws. That last straw was fat. I think that's what he said. That's, he said that last straw was really fat. I cannot stand that last straw. Get him off of me. Broke my back. That's what I think he said. Yeah, and Vinny, that definitely might have been what he said. I actually wasn't there when that last straw officially broke the camel's back. But what I was going for was I figured he was saying... Hey, Mr. Bird, please stop building a nest on my back. It's getting a little heavy. And then his back broke, and, and that was it. That was the end of the poor camel. Right, the bird was building. Yeah, there's a lot of weight on that bird. There was a fat bird, you could say, too. Yeah, birds, they, they do love building their nests out of straw. You know, I haven't built too many nests on camels' backs in my day, but I don't use straw when I'm doing it. I always just use, like, tree branches or something like that because I know that straws will break camels' backs, so I'm not going to do that to the camel. The camel didn't do anything wrong, you know? Here's the kicker. It's it's not only starting to use straw. It's just you can't end using straw because the last straw will do it. Right. So what is the breaking point, pun intended, of when you can use straw and when you need to stop using straw? Uh, so if you decide to use straw, that's it. Eternally, you're, for, for forever, you're going to have to use straw. You don't have another decision after that to make. You can't stop. I forgot that's actually one of the laws of physics, that once you start using straw, you can't stop. Kind of like how humans can't fly and gravity will always pull us down. Once you start using, there is a cat on your screen right now. Get your ass out of my face. You almost fell. Is that the cat that blows snot on your face every morning? No, this is the one that got out of the bag, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're wanted for cat burglary and stealing a lot of tongues. That's what they burglarized. Is that also Schrodinger's cat? It might be. It might be. Yeah. Is that the same one that got out of the bag? You know, that might be the same one that got out of the bag and the same one that's raining along with the dogs. Because that's the whole point of Schrodinger's cat is like superposition. It's in two states at once. So maybe it is in a state of liquid raining and a solid and getting out of the bag. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I have taken one physics class in my life and I just cracked the code of Schrodinger's cat. We finished it. I am a superposition master right now. Pretty soon I'm going to be in two states at once. I'm going to go stand on the border of Pennsylvania and Delaware. That way I'm in two states at once. Therefore, I am embodying... Superposition, therefore I am Schrodinger's cat. If you stand on the four corners where four states meet, then what happens? Oh, shit. That's like Einstein's cat or something right there. Someone even smarter than Schrodinger is the only one who could solve that. Einstein's cat, yeah, he got loose. I'm going to go back to Brian, the waking up train. If we're going to jump back onto that, I think one of the, before I go to bed, one of my favorite snacks to have before I sleep, and some people might argue Nutella is like a better alternative involved in this type of sandwich, but I love toasting me some bread. And then first mm. smearing some jelly on. There's only one more step, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, keeping the ball rolling with the the waking up and the cats and stuff, I would assume that you put cat treats on it. I mean, for me, I yep. love a nice, a nice cat treats and jelly sandwich before bed. So I would imagine that is the end of your sentence. You might as well just go ahead and give me the thumbs up right now, but by any chance, am I wrong? I'll give you the side thumb because it kind of right. I use cat treats and very well cooked bacon. Oh. Oh, mm -hmm. I forgot about the 
the the bcj sandwich the bacon cat treats jelly sandwich that's right bctj so it actually i think it becomes a club no it's a club sandwich when you have three pieces of bread not when it's has bacon never mind scratch that it's a club sandwich when it's in the middle of a dance circle and everyone else is cheering it on to (laughs) go to to dance yeah that's a club sandwich is it just a club sandwich if you like have jersey club music playing then whatever sandwich you're eating automatically becomes a club sandwich certainly yeah that's why they named it that the club sandwich is named after those who want the hardest they party the hardest ironically this is actually a perfect transition into my next sentence which is i can't believe i finally died why did died was that the first thing that came to my brain wow that was the first thing i finally died i finally did it (laughs) wow that is not what i had in mind I was actually going to say made a sandwich Ah. because ever since the minute I was born, I've always wanted to successfully make a sandwich. And then I did. But, you know, speaking of dying, that just reminded me that for my program, MDP program uh, last year, we were taking this survey and it said it was supposed to say by the end of 2023, I hope to have and we were supposed to fill in what we want to accomplish. But it accidentally said by the end of 2020. Three, so like two zero two zero three. Oh wow! So it was the year twenty thousand two hundred and three. So I filled in for what I will have hoped to have done. I wrote died because, to be honest, I don't think I want to be twenty thousand years old. That doesn't sound particularly enjoyable, right there. So, Vinny, your answer would have been exactly correct if I had said by the end of the year twenty thousand two hundred and three. I hope to have. Then you would have been right. I assume that's what you thought I said, right? That was the assumption I had in mind, most certainly. I was thinking 20,023, yeah. Yeah, I bet our audience was probably thinking the exact same thing. So they probably had the the same thing pop into their mind as you. So well done. Well done. We're going to count that. We are now, what are we, three for four so far? We are on a tear. Killing this. You've got more, but I'm I'm now on the board with my first. You might nail this one, man. Cool. All right. So we're going to throw it back, back to our first podcast when we were talking about bad drivers. This this wasn't in that podcast because this is a thing that a good driver does. The general rule for a stop sign when you stop is you have four locations to look in. First, you're looking left. Second, you're looking right. Then you're looking left. Mm-hmm. And the last location, you look. I got to say into the future. Because think about it. If you're try- if you're at a stop sign yep. and you just go into the future, you can see whether you successfully got through that stop sign. So I don't know why people are looking left and right and left and right. Just look into the future to see if you made it safely or not. It's that simple. Did I get it right? I was not thinking of that. You took another angle to that that <laughs> I think people should start to do. Why don't they look into the future more and see if they've successfully know. done it? Seems obvious to me. But unfortunately, I'm two for three so far because it sounds like that's not what you were thinking of. So what was your ending to that? Yeah, you're going you're to want to look north, Brian. You want to look up after. As soon as you're done looking right... As soon as you're done looking left the second time, rather, let me correct myself. You're only looking left twice and right once. You want to outweigh left side twice. Right. And then you just have to look up to see what is happening up there before you make a turn. You just want to make sure that everything's normal. All the birds are still in the sky that should be flying. All the planes are in the sky. The sun is still definitely up there. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned earlier how gravity pulls things down. So you got to make sure that nothing is coming down because something could easily be coming down. That's actually a great call right there. What they need to be teaching in driver's ed is look left, then right, then up, then into the future. 
and boom, you're covered. You're good. Looking down is kind of useless. If you look down, what are you really looking at? The floor? It might be helpful to look down just to make sure that your car still has a gas pedal and that didn't somehow vanish. Because if it did, I don't know how you're getting through that stop sign. So maybe you should look down. You know what? Why are people looking left and right? Fuck that. You should be looking backwards to make sure you're not going to get rear-ended, then down to make sure you still have a gas pedal, then up to make sure nothing is falling on you, and then into the future to make sure that you get through the stop sign safely. Has anything been done horizontally in life? No. Everything is vertical. I want to have vertical fun, look up, down. And the Z-axis, no one ever talks about the Z-axis. I love the Z-axis. The Y-axis is getting all the hype these days. Shout out to the X-axis. The Y-axis wouldn't even exist without the X-axis. But you're right, the Z-axis, no one cares about it. You know, poor Z. Z's doing everything it can out there and just not getting any recognition. They all have the same last name, part of the same family. They're the Axis. They're the Axis family. Yeah. So you got to hope that yep. Z one day, eventually, most, most recently, more recently, we have started to see them on different kinds of family portraits. But over time, I would mm -hmm. say most of the family portraits, X and Y, have really taken the limelight. Yeah. Now, Vinny, and I don't know if you know this, but actually in Nigeria, the Axis family is the royal family. So I think wow. currently Y Axis holds the throne. Um, but once the Y Axis passes away, um, it goes to the Z Axis, if I am thinking of that family tree correctly. Yes. And also Y is the slope axis because we learned what Y equals. So y equals MX plus B. You're right. Shit. So it's really the MX plus B axis. Y axis is just like a nickname for it. So that axis also has X in it. So there's an X axis and there's also an MX plus B axis. So X was just like, you know, I'm not getting any recognition on my own. So let me call in some of my buddies. Give me M. Let me multiply myself by him. And then you know what? I still don't think that's going to get people's attention. So let me add on B on top of this. And I'm a huge, as someone whose name is Brian, I'm a huge fan of B. So I actually really like that move by X. I think it was genius. And X times M plus B is currently the king of Algeria. You got to think M is a, a little bit of a slut too, because M is also an E equals MC squared. So M is kind of all over the place. So M is just multiplying itself left and right. God damn, M's DNA is just all over this universe. <laughs> this took a weird turn. How did we, what was even, how did we even get on this top? I, whatever, I have no idea. So Vinny, the next sentence I'm going to go ahead and, and give you here is, everything changed when I found out that. I have to really think about this one. I have to think of what Brian would say. So everything changed when Brian found out that tomato was a vegetable. I knew it. I knew that your life has never been the same. When you realize, oh, it might be a fruit, but it's more probably a vegetable than a fruit. That probably broke your heart too, I imagine. Um, Vinny, not to break your heart, but it's actually the other way around. A tomato is actually a fruit, not a vegetable. I do think that the vegetable committee did come to census and saying, like, we don't want to let that happen. So I was at that meeting. I was actually part of the audience. And I think the vegetables, the, the lead vegetable, the leek, was saying, like, we're going to heist to get him back. So I think they're trying to get tomato back on his side. Really? Yeah, so I think that's what you were thinking of, that whole scenario that's going down between, you know, the vegetables and fruit, a feud that's been going back for ages. Yeah, I remember when this whole thing went down, I was, um, I actually went to uh, to college with the, the general manager of vegetables, and he was explaining to me that basically, you know, Tomato was their star player, and then basically just decided to demand a trade out of absolutely nowhere. And all the vegetable fans out there were absolutely heartbroken. And I feel like even the fruit fans out there were like, we don't really want tomato. Like you can stay as a vegetable. We don't need you as a fruit. 
So to this day, I mean, I'm still scratching my head at that. I think it was the squash. No one liked the squash. No one wants to be on his team. He's a he's a rude guy. He yeah. might be tasty. He might be a star mm-hmm. sometimes, but I don't think he wanted to be on the same team. Yeah, I hear squash is a disaster in the locker room. I think that's where you were going with it, though, right? That is actually not where I was going with it. But man, that is a great point. That very well could have been where I was going with it. So <laughs> I'm going to give you that one. What I was thinking, actually, is, you know, when I think of like the number one piece of information that when I found this out, it changed my life. Definitely has nothing to do with like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or anything. It's actually when I found out that peanuts are not nuts. They are legumes. Let that sink in. I think it's sunk in. That's that's annoying. That is annoying. Did your life just change? Let's just break this down. The the word is called peanut. If we just think and break apart the word into two, three letters and three letters on each side. What's the last three letters spelled? Nut, Brian, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. It would be nut. And isn't that one of the categories that probably would have... What describes a nut? Like, what makes a nut a nut? Let's find out. That's why squirrels don't go after them, because they're legumes. They're like, ah, these are not nuts. I don't want to go after these. The squirrels just go after nuts, not legumes. So, Vinny, to clarify, uh, according to Google, a true nut... Botanically speaking, whatever the hell botanically means, is a hard-shelled pod that contains both the fruit and seed of the plant where the fruit does not open to release the seed to the world. Wait a second, so is a tomato a nut? A nut a a fruit? What? I'm so confused. Is a nut a fruit or is a fruit a nut? Hold on, all jokes aside, now I'm like actually confused and a little concerned right here. So nuts are all, they're all fruit, man. This is why the wars were going on. I didn't even realize that nuts were on the fruit roster. It's not even a roster, man. It's war. It's not, not even a game at this point. It's a serious beef between the tomatoes. The nuts have fruit now. Who knew that the nuts encaptured fruit and said, I'm going to put you inside of my shell. You're going to be on my team now. So what about legumes? Are legumes vegetables? I would assume on the vegetable side if nuts are going to take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are. Legumes are a type of vegetable. So the peanut must have demanded a trade from the fruits. Two over to the vegetables. You know what happened? Oh my God. Oh, blockbuster trade. They traded tomato for peanut. That is what happened. That's unreal. I can't believe it took us this long to figure that out. It wasn't in the news. No, it wasn't. I think they tried to keep it under the radar just because they didn't want the world to just turn to a world of sheer chaos and destruction. Vinny, I don't know if we can release this podcast because people are going to be pissed when they find out that this happened. I'm like upset about this, man. My whole world has been shaken. You talk about what has shaked, shook your world. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Why do you think my world changed when I found this out? I didn't know this whole vegetable fruit thing that we just went on, but man, my world just changed even more. But now we did confirm my answer was also correct in this scenario. What was your answer again? The fact that the tomato was upset that he is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, you know what, Vinny, you need to give me your next sentence because I need to just not think about this. For a second. Okay. <laughs> I think that my brain's a little shocked too, because I'm still trying to get over the fact that tomato and peanut, it's probably their GMs. They probably just said, let's move these guys around. But it's still yeah. upsetting to hear after this so many years. Are you good like to finish this podcast? Because realistically, like I could take five right now. I feel like I need to make a few phone calls and just like <laughs> chug a beer or something before we get back to this. I think good. I did want to um you know wash my face and probably crack my knees because that's my knees definitely locked up after that my they definitely did oh the knees are always taking this kind of information the hardest it's my it's as soon as i get bad news it goes straight to my knees i have to crack them or i won't be able to walk all right well you know what in the interest of sparing your knees let's just go into the next sentence here all right man 
So most athletes, I wouldn't say all athletes because I don't know all athletes. Not every sport requires running or movement, but those that do require people to go from point A to point B, probably Mm -hmm. as fast as their body can carry them. But in the breaks, man, they take hydrating breaks. They hydrate their bodies, right? Okay. Most people would drink water or Gatorade to hydrate themselves. I don't do that, however. I think my most hydrating thing is, and I think you know what this is. I think you know where I'm going with it. Brian, What's what hydrates me the most? Yeah, it's maple syrup. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer right there. I feel like every time I'm with you, I see you just with a jug of maple syrup, just chugging it, not even pouring it on anything. Like I remember, Vinny, we were on the same uh, freshman baseball team in high school, and I remember being a little confused at first why I was seeing a jug of maple syrup in the dugout. And then I saw you chugging it, and I, if I remember correctly, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is what happened. I walked up and I said, what are you doing? Why are you chugging maple syrup? And you said, maple syrup has more electrolytes than liquid IV and Gatorade combined, bitch. And I said, God damn, that's a great point. I apologize for even asking. Ignore my stupidity. That's what happened. I'm, I'm correct. It's very close. Very close. Oh, man. The drink was in a maple syrup container. Oh, that's where you got to confuse. But the drink itself, Brian, was seasonal cranberry Sprite. It's only available in December. It's the best drink. When I drink that, I feel like a new man. Yeah, I should have gotten that one, man. Yes. And what you're talking about happened later on in the intramural gym class basketball session when you said, why are you drinking that maple syrup? And I was drinking maple syrup. And that that exact sentence happened. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. You know, that, that actually clears a lot of things up. I'm glad we finally discussed that. That's been weighing on my mind for a long time. So I'm glad we just clarified that. All right. So Vinny, my last question that I've got, or not question, sorry, my Vinny, my last (laughs) sentence that I would like you to finish. This might sound weird, but it's not. Oh, is that the end of the sentence? You just say it's not actually, you would say it's not and put an ellipses at the end. You wouldn't even put a period. Put three dots. That is not how I finished the sentence. Ah. But that's a great tip, actually. If someone ever calls you weird, just say, this may seem weird, but it's not. Dot, dot, dot. And then drop a microphone and walk away. Have to have a microphone in your hand. You have to have one. Yeah, I keep one on me at all times. So whenever I just deliver an absolutely killer line, I can just whip it out of my back pocket, drop it and leave. And then I just got to get a new microphone is the problem because it's not cool anymore if you have to walk back and pick up the microphone. Yeah. So I actually, I have a whole stash of them in in my room right now. I'm recording on one right now. This is probably going to be the next one that I drop. So no one talks about picking them up. They talk about throwing them on the ground. Reminds me of the... uh... The Lonely Island song. Is that what it is? Lonely Island? It is Lonely Island. I threw it on the ground. Yeah, that's me with my microphones everywhere I go. The actual way I was planning to end that sentence was, this might sound weird, but McDonald's made broccoli to taste like bubblegum. And apparently that's true. They tried to make sweet broccoli that tasted like bubblegum and people hated it. Arrest them. This is when I was reading about McDonald's broccoli instead of the Victorian era, but that is what I saw, and I can't imagine it was very good. And so it might sound weird, and realistically, it is. So actually, that was the furthest off you've been this whole time, because you said, but it's not. This absolutely is. Did you hear that, Shelby? Did you hear that? That's ridiculous. Did you hear that? Does your cat have something to say? I was about to bring the mic over to her, but yeah, she, she was too upset with the news. What do you mean you were about to bring the mic? I just watched you bring the mic over to her. I was thinking about it. I was going to do it. And then it was just close, but it wasn't next to her. You were thinking about it and then did do it. Maybe. We will never be sure. I guess that's fair. 
I didn't really think of that. I'm so lost. Why is my mouse moving my iPad? Like, there's a mouse on my iPad, but not on my screen. Is that your next sentence? Why is your mouse moving your iPad? Finny, this, that should have been in our Toughest Questions podcast, but I guess the reason that your mouse is moving your iPad is because I think you got the wrong type of mouse. I don't think it's like the move it around and it moves your cursor on a screen. I think you probably have an actual mouse. Do you have cheese under your iPad by any chance? Let me see. Hold on. Let me check under here. Oh, yeah. Mozzarella. I can't believe that. Yeah, that's why. The mouse was just trying to move the iPad to get to the cheese. When you step out of the shower, you could dry yourself with a towel. Or you could do it the Vinny way and dry yourself by... Doing jumping jacks rapidly for exactly five minutes. So you just air dry. That's how I do it. So Plus at least 10 burpees. You have to do 10 burpees. Now, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I was getting really sick of my jumping jacks not fully drying me off. And then I just get my sheets soaking wet. And it's because I forgot the burpees. Actually, come to think of it, doing burpees makes me sweat. So that just makes me even more wet. Something's not adding up here. Are you lying to me, Vinny, right now? How fast are you doing them? About 10 miles an hour. I'd say you got to slow it down. So once you pass the five mile an hour range, then it starts to get into a workout. I see. All right. So I got to slow down my burpees. You want to do it to the BPM of the BG staying alive. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. No, it's ah, ah, ah. Uh, staying alive, staying alive. S- shout out to the office. All right, well, Vinny, there is left, less than a minute left in this Zoom. So honestly, whenever this cuts off, I'm thinking is just when this is going to end. So uh, for now, I'll just ramble, I guess. But absolutely feel free to also chime in and ramble. There's 60 seconds. There's only 60 seconds left. That's unbelievable. It's actually less than, it says less than a minute oh. at the moment. No. But oh, oh what are we going to do? I don't know. I feel like it's been more than a minute already so far. This is actually, I mean, I'm pretty good at rambling and stalling by talking about nothing.